Today's guest is attorney Clint Lancaster, who tells us about election integrity legislation, something we really need on this special edition of the Doc Washburn Show. Welcome to the Voice of the Resistance with Doc Washburn. We're the show that pushes back against the Uniparty and the Deep State and lets you in on the news that traditional talk radio is all too often afraid to talk about. This is episode 359 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show for Friday, March 10th, 2023. Just so you understand where I'm coming from, I was fired by one of the biggest radio companies in America, Cumulus Media, simply because I refused their vaccine mandate. More evidence comes out all the time that a lot of people are having serious negative reactions to the vaccines. Also, I will never call Joe Biden president because it's obvious the last U.S. presidential election was stolen. I will never pretend a man can become a woman, and I will never forget about the January 6th political prisoners most Republican politicians refuse to even mention. And August 8th, 2022, the day the Biden regime's secret police conducted an unprecedented and unconstitutional raid on the home of a former president of the United States is a day that shall live in infamy. So this is a really different kind of talk show. We're unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you'd like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashburn.com, and click on the button that says Become a Patron. Also, please remember to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. And make sure you check out our new conservative sports podcast, Red Pill Sports, with my friend Dottie Copeland. It drops Tuesday evenings at 11 p.m. Central. And without any further ado, let me bring in attorney Clint Lancaster. Uh, Counselor, we really appreciate you coming on the program today. Uh, we've interviewed you before, and some people may know that you have kind of a history in trying to help folks in Wisconsin, even though you're from Arkansas, uh, work on election integrity efforts. Uh, why don't you tell our, our audience about that and about what you're working on now? Thanks, Doc, and thanks for having me. So in 2020, in November of 2020, my wife and I went to Dane County, Wisconsin to help President Trump's legal team conduct the recount that was going on there. And while we were there, uh, we got assigned to do some writing projects. My wife got us uh, these these wonderful writing projects to do. And so they liked our projects so much that they asked us to join President Trump's legal team on the floor. Uh, That guy, the lead attorney there, his brother was President Trump's uh, elite attorney in Wisconsin. And so he liked us, so he recommended to his brother that we join President Trump's legal team in Wisconsin. And my wife and I were one of six of about 75 attorneys who were asked to join President Trump's legal team, and we stayed with uh, President Trump all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. And I just want to be clear, we're not the release the Kraken attorneys. Uh, We were the attorneys who split the Wisconsin Supreme Court. Uh, By one vote, we lost overturning the Wisconsin election. And then my wife went to work for uh, Justice Barbara Webb on the Arkansas Supreme Court in October of the following year. That would be uh, 2022, 2021. Um, I got a call in October from Justice Michael Gableman. He had been appointed. The uh, he's a retired Supreme Court justice. He got appointed to be the Wisconsin Special Counsel by the Assembly to conduct a legislative investigation, and I joined Justice Gableman's team as one of his attorneys, and while I was there, I uh, assisted Justice Gableman in his investigation. I got to represent the special counsel when I sued the 
five, the mayors of the five largest cities in Wisconsin and all members of the Wisconsin Election Commission but one. Uh, so it was good. And I guess what happened up there was it looked like you guys were making tremendous progress, and then the Republican Speaker of the House, the Wisconsin legislature who controlled the budget, all of a sudden decided, hey, we're done, and you guys are like, no, we're not. And he's like, no, you really are. Is that kind of what happened? That's exactly what happened. So the Speaker of the Assembly, Robin Voss, uh, he would he would promise President Trump, who, who was in Mar-a-Lago at the time, I'm not going to kill Gableman's investigation. We want to know what's going to happen. I'm not going to end it. Then he would hang up the phone with President Trump, call us and say, I'm coming to get your office furniture tomorrow. And so uh, it got to be a political issue. Politics in Wisconsin is a very, very um, hot subject and very, very, very divided people, close battleground state. And so when the primary was over, President Trump had endorsed Speaker Boss's opponent in the primary who lost. And once that was done, it was, it was all she had to, that's all she wrote right there. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. That's a shame. Um, however, we look at a situation, and, and, and I have said this on a number of occasions, and boy, I hope I'm wrong, but I see folks getting all, spending a lot of emotional um, energy on whether they want to support Donald J. Trump or Governor Ron DeSantis uh, for the Republican nomination for president next year. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, now wait a minute. If you don't fix what allowed the five or six swing states to help the Democrats steal the election from Donald Trump in 2020, what difference is it going to make who the nominee is? Is that a reasonable thing to say, or am I way off base? It is a reasonable thing to say. Yeah, the entire – there was an election. I believe there was election fraud in 2020. Now, how you define that is uh, the more broader sense. So, But I do believe that there were were select actors, select entities who got – data only they could get from, that wasn't given to the conservative groups, and they used that to go out and improperly influence absentee voters, especially absentee voters. Yeah. And so that's, that explains your record turnout in your four battleground states of Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. Uh, there were also, there was fraud going on in the machines. We, we found that a machine, a Dominion machine in Antrim County, Michigan, had been hacked and the votes, uh, the records wiped off that machine. Uh, there's other voting fraud issues that were around. For example, all, all machines in Green Bay, Wisconsin, on election night were connected to the Internet. Uh, so, I uh, yes, you have to fix the problems, and that's what we're in the process of doing right now. Not to mention Arizona and possibly uh, Nevada. Um, but, yeah, so, so you're in the process of trying to fix the problems uh, right now, uh, where 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 do you start? Because this seems like a Herculean task. It, it's a huge thing. So that's a that's a great question. And so let's give like let me say let me put it this way. There's a two pronged effort. We have a, we have something going on two fronts. We have litigation going through the judiciary, but that has historically across the U.S. and in Arkansas been very very difficult to get to fruition. However, we do have a really good lawsuit going on against the, the Secretary of State, the, the State Board of Election Commissioners, and elect, Election Systems and Software, which is the vendor for all voting machines. However, there's also another front. 
Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're talking about because uh, most of my most of my listeners are outside of Arkansas. You're talking about uh, a lawsuit actually in Arkansas, right? Yes, a state lawsuit in Arkansas state court. Okay. And so what that is is so under the Health America Vote Act, which is a federal law, it says that if you use voting machines, that the ballot that gets printed out, the voter must be able to, in an independent and private manner, verify his or her votes before the ballot is cast. In other words, before the ballot is put into the ballot box or put into the tabulator, the voter has to be able to make sure his or her votes are accurate without seeking any outside assistance. And so Arkansas also codified the HABA, as many states did. And so but the problem is when you're using ESNS Express Vote and, and an ESNS DS200 tabulator, when your ballot gets printed out, your selections are at the bottom, sure. Okay, who you voted for is at the bottom. However, above that are a number of barcodes. Now, the DS200 tabulator, which, which is where you put your ballot in, which counts the votes, it's not reading those selections that you picked. Right, it doesn't even recognize to a large extent who you picked down at the bottom. So if you voted for President Trump or you voted for Doc Washburn for governor uh, or you, however you did it, it doesn't read those selections. It's reading the barcodes. And so the voter can't verify the barcodes are accurate. There is no way. I mean, I read, I can read a little bit of Spanish. I'm, depending on who you talk to, I might be butchering the English language. And I, I uh, knew a little bit, learned a little bit of Latin in law school, but I have not found anybody who can teach me how to read and speak barcodes. And so wow. because the voter cannot verify his votes by, because they can't understand barcodes, the machines fail to comply with state and federal law. Okay, so, so let, let me ask we, you this, because that's a very good point about the barcodes, and it's extremely troubling, but we also have a a different parallel situation going on. When I went to vote on election day, November, 2022, what everyone had told me was ringing in my ears. Now double check and make sure that it counts who you want counted that you voted for. So I've got a ballot with little oblong circles. I'm filling in with a number two pencil and then I'm supposed to feed it into a machine. And so then I t- asked the lady who, who was working there, I said, okay, now, how do I double check that it's tabulating what I put on there? And she's like, oh, no, no, honey, we'll just have the results at 730. So you got the one problem with the barcodes. You got the other problem where, and I'm sure this is going on in more states than just Arkansas, they don't even pretend to let you look at what you just did vis-a-vis what they're counting, right? That's correct. You don't. You just have to, once you put your ballot into that tabulator, you must take it on faith in, in ES&S, really ES&S, which is a, not a governmental entity. It's a contractor. Yeah. You have to take it on faith that your vote is tabulated accurately. Yeah, yeah, which is insane. And, and we, if I understand correctly also, and you're not the only person that's told me this, we're not allowed to know who owns ESNS, which Dominion and ESNS are the two big companies that, that handle this, you know, this, this business. That's correct. ESNS is the largest in the nation, uh, followed by Dominion. Uh, ESNS is a privately owned company. It's owned by the McCarthy Group. 
But the McCarthy Group is a private company that's owned by a guy named McCarthy and a group of investors, and they are very, very uh, secretive about who those investors are. So we don't know who they are. We don't know how they're funded. We don't know anything about them. And I did try to find this out when I worked for the Wisconsin Special Counsel. I drafted subpoenas, legislative subpoenas to ES&S, which are identical to the ones that the federal Congress can issue that are you know, state-issued. And I issued them to ES&S, which has machines in Wisconsin and does business in Wisconsin. And I, once we had those served, I got a very, what I call a love letter back, ES&S saying, if you, if you don't drop your subpoenas, we will sue you. And I just thought, well, man, isn't that transparency right there? Yeah. Now, that would have been interesting if only the rhino speaker of the House in Wisconsin hadn't pulled your funding after lying to President Trump about it, you would have been the beneficiary of a wonderful process that in legal terms is called discovery. So then you could have asked, hey, 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 who's in this McCarthy group of investors? We want to know. So don't try. And so, so yeah, we did get shut off in Wisconsin, but we're still very game for it. We're wide open for it in Arkansas. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's a we're cooking with fire still. That's fantastic. So you got that lawsuit going on in Arkansas, but you're also sponsoring some legislation in Arkansas that you hope will be the model for other states, right? That's correct. And just to be clear on semantics and terms, I, I'm not sponsoring them because I'm not a, a senator or a representative. I'm just a lobbyist. I'm not the kind of dirty lobbyist that people think of. I, I like to think of my wife and I only lobby for conservative causes or conservative entities. Okay, yeah, uh, that was that was an inartful term for me to say sponsoring because you're not a member of the legislation, but you're certainly cheering on the efforts of the legislators who are sponsoring this legislation. Uh, cheering on is putting it nicely. I, I we have uh, very persistently asked them to sponsor this, and we found some like-minded. Um, legislatures, and we do have sponsors for our legislation. We have six, we propose six bills. Um, the Bureau of Legislative Research combined two of them together, so we actually have five that are going to be sponsored by Senator Alan Clark and uh, sponsored in the House. Some of them will be sponsored by Representative R.J. Hawk, uh, Representative Wayne Long, uh, Representative Mary Bentley. Uh, we have we have sponsors and co-sponsors lining up, or, and so it, they came out of BLR today. There are a few changes that need to be made, but we expect them to be filed next week. Wow. That's fantastic. And and you think that if this legislation is successful and passes both houses of the Arkansas State Legislature and is signed into law by Governor Sanders, that it would be a template for other states? That's correct. Uh, Arkansas in 2021 passed some of the first legislation that bans Zuckerbucks. And so once we did that and some other legislation, the state was ranked very high on the Heritage Foundation report for election integrity. Well, we became a model for other states who copied our legislation and tweaked it, and we fell to number six. But the point was we got copied, and and that legislation went into effect in other states. So we do expect that this legislation will put Arkansas at the number one spot on the Heritage Foundation report because it addresses the multiple defects and 
uh, all that stuff. But uh, and we hope we are expecting it to be copied, and we want to pass it in Arkansas because Arkansas is such a conservative state that it can lead the way on conservative legislation for election integrity and act as that model for other states. So a lot of my listeners know what Zuckerbucks are, and I got a pretty good idea. I'm going to float my idea, and then you can tell me if I got it wrong. But Jeff Zucker, uh, the, the, the Zuckerberg, sorry, Jeff Zuckerberg, the big Facebook guy, um, plowed hundreds of millions of dollars into different parts of the country, basically um, paying off uh, county clerks and people in charge of elections, right? Yeah, that, that's right. They, they gave the majority of the money to Center for Tech and Civic Life, who implemented um, David Pluff, who was Obama's campaign manager, a strategy he came up with in a book called How to Beat Donald Trump, right? <laughs> no secrets there. Uh, but he said it'll come down to battleground states in cities like Detroit, Milwaukee, uh, uh, Philadelphia. And sure enough, that's where the majority of the money went. And there was a contract tied to it, so they had to, once they took the money, and that's why I sued the five largest cities, once they took the money, they had to comply with what CTCL said or they would have to pay the money back. And so one of those included allowing uh, non-governmental entities, what I call special interest groups, such as National Vote at Home and other entities that are very liberal-based, some funded by Soros, they then got to go around with the city officials and start knocking on doors and asking for their absentee ballot back. So the way it worked was they created a ballot harvesting app using election data, and then they bought a bunch of Acer tablets, hired about 350, 400 what they called voter navigators, and they put this interactive map on there, and then they re- they filtered out the voters based on who they thought were Biden target voters. Yeah. And then they went door to door. They would knock on the door of a Biden target voter and say, hey, Ms. Smith, I see you haven't returned your absentee ballot yet. That's bad. That's really bad. You know, we Joe Biden needs every vote he can get. Let's help you fill that out, and then we'll take it to the drop box for you. Don't worry. We're from the city. We're with the election department of the city. And so, uh, and while we're at it, while we're at it, here's a coupon for free uh, Domino's or Papa John's or whatever. I don't have any proof on that, but I do have proof that they – they used the ballot harvesting app and went to only Biden target voters. But it, I mean, it, it, you know, I'm just making a suggestion. Uh, I don't. It's very I, possible. I don't have the evidence. It wouldn't be the first time. No, in right. East Arkansas, they would give away. They'd give you a pint of vodka to get your vote for the right candidate. And the only reason, one of the only reasons they got caught was because uh, the vodka was cheaper to buy in Memphis than it was in West Memphis. So they got. That's how the feds caught them or had federal jurisdiction. So. Um, interesting story for another day. Wow, my goodness. So this legislation uh, that you have been uh, strongly encouraging legislators like uh, Senator Alan Clark, who's a, a great guy, um, to get through the state Senate and the state House in Arkansas, uh, first thing it would do would be to outlaw the Zuckerbucks. In other words, you know, the, the big Facebook guy can't come in and just pour millions into the state to try to influence elections. What what else would it do? Well, actually, that was passed in 2021. What we're, build, what we're doing is building on that. Oh, right, so right. Okay, yeah. Topics. We we have six topics we're covering. So we, initially we wanted to propose legislation that would get rid of voting machines, yeah. except for voters with disabilities pursuant to HAVA. 
Uh, we can't get that sponsored. The state's just not ready to move there yet. So what we said was, okay, fine. If we can't get rid of machines and we can't go to paper ballots only, we need these six areas covered so that there, if there is fraud, if there is cheating, then we can find it. And we did that with uh, changing the recount statute, changing the election litigation statute, changing the voter election data to make it inaccessible to create ballot harvesting apps. Uh, we get rid of designated fares, which is a form of absentee, legal absentee ballot harvesters. Yeah. Uh, we have a voter purge bill. And so we're going to be purging out voters and getting voters off the rolls. And those are some – I feel like I'm forgetting one. Let me check my list real quick and see if uh, which one I'm forgetting. But those will all get us a lot closer to election integrity. So while you're checking your list – if these all pass both houses of the Arkansas State Legislature and are signed into law by Governor Sanders, will Arkansas voters notice differences when they go to vote on Election Day next year? Yes, they will, and, and they will notice that only one way. Right? There's only one way I think they'll notice that, because the bill that I was forgetting creates the right for a voter to go and say, I don't want to vote on an election machine. I want to vote on a paper ballot. Yeah. And so that's, that's a big one that they will see. The voter purge is not something that it's not like it would be incredibly unlikely for anybody to show up and say, I want to vote and be told, no, you were purged off the roll. And the reason for that is federal law has a specific method of how you can purge federal voters. It requires that they not vote for um, two election cycles, and then you send them a notice that if you don't vote in the third one, you'll be taken off the roll, and then they have to not vote in the third one. So if you haven't voted in three federal election cycles, you're probably not meant to be on the list anymore. Right. So the, the only thing they would really see a difference in on voting day is that they could go in and vote on a paper ballot. So another question here, because um, most state legislatures – aren't open for business uh, 12 months out of the year. Um, what are the odds that you get all this wonderful legislation passed in Arkansas and then you're kind of communicating with people in uh, other states like Arizona to try to help get things done there? Because there was a lot of shenan- there were a lot of shenanigans going on in November 2022 in Arizona, not to mention 2020. No, you're right. I was at a Mar-a-Lago in mid-February. I had a client that was very generous. They took my wife and I to Mar-a-Lago, and we I had a one-hour and 15-minute with meeting with President Trump, and after that there was a dinner. Uh, by the way, President Trump does endorse this this legislation. He has, it was sent to him for review, and he endorses it. Um, but Good. after that there was a dinner with Carrie Lake and Mark Feinstein. And so, yeah, I, I know all about the well, – I don't know all about it, but I'm well aware of the, the Arizona shenanigans, and I'm told that uh, by by somebody that, that Mark Feinstein's attorney wants to talk to us about our Arkansas lawsuit, and I should be getting a call. Good, good, good. Yeah, the lawsuit, of course, is one thing, and then the parallel track of the legislation. Um, but, you know, um, a lot of us are very concerned about Arizona, about Georgia, about Pennsylvania, about Wisconsin, about Michigan, and we're wondering – if um, the powers that be 
you know, Republicans in the state legislatures are just going to kind of fritter this away and not prepare for November 2024. I mean, what what is your forecast? So I I don't get the impression that in Arkansas, and I haven't I haven't been lobbying or working in any other of these uh, these jurisdictions, but in Arkansas, our legislatures are very concerned about it. Yeah. For example, on the on the recount the recount statute, the I was talking to our representative R.J. Hawk, and if if you don't remember his story, if your voters are out of state, they they may not. But Representative Hawk uh, ran for the House the first time against Representative Keith Brooks, and. When Representative Hawk went to bed that night, or when a couple hours after the election was over, he was declared the winner, and then he got a call that said, hey, they found, I love it how they always find a bunch of ballots at like, you know, you know, two or two o'clock, whatever, some, some odd hour of the night. And then when they counted those ballots, he had lost the election by like 14 votes. And so he was in his own recount. And and so we proposed the changing of the recount statute to him, and he was incredibly receptive. Sure. And so so receptive that um, that he is sponsoring that. He's actually sponsoring that that piece of legislation on the House side. So uh, and it doesn't. And the main thing it does that maybe your listeners may like is, you know, right now in Arkansas, in a lot of states, the only the only persons who can or entities who can request a recount are the candidate or the county board of election commissioners. This changes that. Now, 10, 10 people who voted in an election can sign a petition and request a citizen-initiated recount where the citizens get to say, I think my vote was stolen and I want to count them. And these counts are not just putting ballots back through tabulators. Recounts must be done by hand, and uh, there must be there is the ability to challenge votes and draw those votes down. Like, you know, if there was an improperly counted ballot or a ballot that didn't meet the requirements, that they counted for whatever reason. Now you can say county board, you shouldn't count that vote. Let's not count these. These, for example, with my my law, my litigation in Crawford County this uh, past spring, uh, or I guess last spring with Jody Harris, the county board of election commissioners quote found twenty something absentee ballots at eleven o'clock at night when my client was projected to win the district. And so you're supposed to count absentee ballots before the polls close on election day. At 11-something p.m., long after the polls closed, they counted those absentee ballots. They didn't properly mark them, and they put them in those tabulators, mixing them in with every other ballot, and my client lost that election by about seven votes. Oh, my goodness. Um, And so this is designed to where if you think that happened, you get to go in and challenge that as as a citizen or as a candidate and have some meaningful overview and then we ran, we really beefed up the election, the litigation statute. So if you found something concerning in there, now you get to go back and say, okay, I, I, I want to litigate. I want a judge to determine this was fraudulent. And the way we have it set up, the judges are supposed to, they're supposed to litigate on you. Can no longer will you suffer death by technicality in court. No, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. Uh, Clint Lancaster, I know that you have a previous engagement. You, you got to get out of here. But if people want to find out more uh, about the election integrity efforts, uh, the lawsuit, the legislation that uh, uh, that you are endorsing, um, that you know the the work that you and your your wife Jennifer, who's also a great attorney, 
are doing, what what is the best way? A website, a Facebook? What what's the best way for people to find out more? So there's two ways. You can go to the the Lancaster Law Firm dot com. T H E Lancaster Law Firm dot com. The original fourteen bills are up there. Uh, you could also go to the Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative website, which is ArkansasBII.org. And you can also support us there because we are operating through ABII. ABII is the client, and it's a 501c4. And so you don't have to, we don't have to disclose your identity to people who, uh, who make donations or contributions. So it allows, it allows citizens to band together and say, let's support an organization that will do something for us to make our elections better. And so that's where we're at. And you can find more about us there. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, Clint Lancaster, our best to your wonderful wife. And thank you. And Godspeed. God bless you. Thank you for all you do. And, uh, and, and you're, you're in our prayers and, uh, and we certainly hope you succeed, and we certainly hope that other states, uh, especially the swing states, take notice. Well, thank you for having me, Doc. Thank you for your listeners, and y'all have a great day. All right, you too. God bless you. Thank you, brother. Just got real up in here. You know, you, you, you see, again, what happened in all these swing states. And what happened? We we went to bed, election night 2020. Donald J. Trump had comfortable leads in all these swing states. You wake up the next morning, hey, whoa, what, what happened? How did they dump hundreds of thousands of votes into each state so now he's running behind? What happened? Well, they got what they needed to steal it. And obviously they use the China virus as an excuse to do things like um, unmanned drop boxes. Have you seen the movie 2000 Mules? Does that ring any bells? Did you see that one? Now I knew the election had been stolen before I ever saw the movie, and yet, and yet, the movie proves it, just in case somebody didn't know about it. Now, what famous Hollywood actress went on The View today and said that pro-life politicians need to be murdered because of their views on abortion. Have you heard about this yet? I mean, we we have a habit of breaking news here on the Doc Washburn Show. So we got that coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Hey, look, if you try to buy a car recently, you realize you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Auto comes in. Red River Auto is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including the freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to online. That's right. Buy it online, and they'll drive it to your front door no matter where you are. Red River Auto wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. Red River Auto Group has perfected the online buying process. 
Just go to RedRiverAuto.com, pick from hundreds of new and used vehicles. You can purchase your vehicle online. If you have any questions, one of Red River's trained experts will help you through the whole process. Red River Auto makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from RedRiverAuto.com, the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter matter where you live in the continental USA. RedRiverAuto.com, you will be glad you did. All right, it is always an honor for me to tell you about the best-kept secret in American health care. Let me tell you how this works. Are you having problems with sinuses and allergies? Are you experiencing dizziness, vertigo? What about problems with your blood sugar or fibromyalgia, eczema, psoriasis, even migraines for that matter? Well, the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center might be able to help you even if you don't live in Arkansas. Let me tell you how. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain. When that happens, your central nervous system isn't able to communicate with the rest of your body as it's designed to do. Now, I had severe hay fever for five or six weeks every spring all my life. When I got my atlas adjusted, the hay fever went away, and it's never come back. Again, if you're suffering from sinus conditions, allergies, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar, eczema, psoriasis, fibromyalgia, even migraines, Do yourself a favor. Call my friends at Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation. They've helped me. They've helped my wife. They've helped so many people we know. Please call them to see if they can help you. That number again for your free consultation is 501-279-2009. Or just go to their website if you're outside Central Arkansas, turnmypoweron.com. And click on the tab that says, find a doctor near you, and I sure hope you can. Our buddy Mike Lindell is going nuts with these sales. He has updated the sales. Let me tell you what's going on with Mike Lindell. First of all, the new MyPillow 2.0, which keeps your body cool and gives you a better night's sleep, than even the the original my pillow, buy one get one free by using the promo code DWS. Second, Mike's all season slippers, regular price one forty nine ninety eight, marked down slash to just twenty five dollars for a pair of Mike's all season slippers, a closeout sale. My mattress topper two point the three inch coil. Hybrid topper. Marked down from $365.99 to only $219.59. Again, with promo code DWS. The Giza Dreams Sheet Sets. 
Buy one, get one free with promo code DWS. The MyPillow per kale sheet sets as low as $29.98 with promo code DWS. The six-piece MyPillow towel set, regular price $99.98, cut in half $49.99 with promo code DWS. MyPillow sandals, marked down from $79.98 to just $19.98 with promo code DWS. Did you know MyPillow sells mattresses? That's right. MyPillow mattress marked down to just $449.99 with promo code DWS. Mike has all kinds of deals going on. If you want to find out about all the deals, all you have to do is go to MyPillow.com. You plug in the promo code DWS. And you find out about all these sales. I mean, even his bathrobes are on closeout sale. All kinds of stuff. The Giza cotton pillowcases are on sale. The MyPillow duvet cover. The MyPillow down comforter. The MyPillow throw blankets. The MyPillow waffle blankets. MyPillow gossamer blankets. The bath towels. The, the, the bath sheets. For that matter, the children's Bible stories and Bible story throw blankets all slashed at MyPillow.com with promo code DWS. Now, remember, that promo code does not stand for washed-up Democrat politician Debbie Wasserman Schultz. No, 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 no. DWS, you can remember, it stands for Doc Washburn Show. Check it out, MyPillow.com and MyStore.com, where Mike sells all kinds of stuff. All right. Now, before we went to our little break, I asked you if you had heard which Hollywood actress went on The View today and said pro-life politicians need to be murdered because of their views on abortion. Here we go. We have experienced many decades. Now, do you recognize that voice? If you don't, it just dawned on me. I should tell you who it is. It's Jane Fonda. And Lily Tomlin is sitting there beside her looking shocked at what Jane Fonda is about to say here. We have experienced many decades now of having agency over our body, of being able to determine when and how many children to have. We know what that feels like. We know what that's done for our lives. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. We're not going back. I think the women will... Rise up. That's the activist. That's Jane speaking. Yeah. And, and, and and she probably will get a Nobel Prize. But it's very, the truth. Very, very soon. It, it is the truth. But we're I, not going to do it. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> murder. She's kidding. Wait a second. She's just now, kidding. Don't say that. That's oh, not... you don't know. They'll pick up on that and yeah, just run with it. Yeah, that's the worst. She's joking. just kidding. It's... Well, let me talk to you about... <laughs> Let's move on and talk about Jane's activism, which is yeah. legendary. All right, a hat tip and thank you to Media Research Center because when... Joy Behar tries to bail her out and says she's just kidding twice. Jane Fonda looks furious. She's not kidding. Just so you know. Just so you know. Jane Fonda 
who once claimed to be a Christian, says that pro-life politicians should be murdered. It's not enough she wants the babies murdered. She wants the adults murdered. Because obviously, if you can rationalize killing babies, you can rationalize anything else, can't you? You certainly can. You certainly can, and, and she just did. Now, I don't expect, well, Tucker, Tucker might talk about on Fox tonight, Jesse Waters, Laura Ingram, I could. I could talk about it. But I certainly don't expect anybody on the Fox News, straight news, daytime programming to talk about it. I mean, they won't even talk about Tucker, for that matter, doing the the expose on January 6th. And speaking of which, he's done some great things this week. But the only new video we saw was Monday night. He kept on promising to show new video the next night and then didn't. And so a lot of us have been wondering if Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell were successful in getting his bosses to order him to cut it out. Shouldn't he be showing a video of Victoria White being beat senseless by police? In that tunnel? Why? Why is that not being shown? That's what I want to know. Now, do you know who Darren J. Beatty is? Revolver News. The guy who broke the story about Ray Epps. Ray Epps, the guy who basically in control of getting people to go inside the Capitol building and having hundreds of people arrested, but he didn't go in. You remember that guy? He was on the FBI's most wanted January 6th people early on, and then when people started identifying him, they deleted him off of there. He's never been indicted. Obviously, he's a Fed. So Darren J. Beatty was on War Room with Steve Bannon a couple of days ago. And President Trump goes on his Truth Social account and says, thank you to Darren Beatty of Revolver for fully understanding something that many people don't. Great interview by Steve Bannon, a must-watch and see. Okay. Well, let's see what Darren J. Beatty said. It's ultimately about the movement. It's ultimately about Trumpism. But this moniker that you hear of Trumpism without Trump. We want Trumpism, but not Trump. We want to move beyond Trump. That is the false song with which the establishment is trying to kill both Trumpism and Trump. The moniker of Trumpism without Trump is the establishment's way of destroying both Trump and Trumpism. And that's very important to understand. At the moment, you cannot separate the unique, charismatic talent of Trump, a generational talent you don't see anywhere from the movement. It's not enough 
anybody can get in front of camera and read the script of talking points that are now revealed thanks to yes. Trump's success yes. to be successful yes. and resonant with the public. Anyone can read a script and not anyone can govern competently, but competent governance is still a very different thing and a very far cry from being a once in a generation charismatic political figure who started and still leads the most important political movement in our nation's history. And I think people need to understand that crucial distinction. That is why the establishment is doing everything it can to promote not they're not never Trump anymore. They understand that's not going to work. It never worked. Now they are for Trumpism without Trump because they know that Trumpism without Trump right now means the end of both but, Trump yeah. and Trump. Okay. Let me go back to what I said earlier in my interview with attorney Clint Lancaster. I'm not going to allow myself to expand a lot of emotional energy on whether the nominee should be Trump or DeSantis when you can't tell me how in the world, regardless of who the Republican nominee is, we can possibly get him elected if you don't fix what allowed the Democrats to seal the election in 2020. Why are people so worked up about Trump versus DeSantis if we're going into 2024 with the Democrats being fully ready, willing, and able to do the same thing they did in 2020 to steal it then? I mean, President Trump was quoted as saying a few days ago, we're not going to let him steal it again. Okay, great. What's the plan? How's that? I mean, I'm the guy who says at the start of every Doc Washburn show, I'll never call Joe Biden president because it's obvious less presidential election was stolen. By all rights, Donald Trump should be more than halfway through his second term. He got a lot more votes than Joe Biden. They stole it, okay? Now that we agree on that, what's the plan, Stan? How are you going to keep it from happening again? And nobody, nobody has said anything about that. Neither Donald J. Trump or Ron DeSantis or a number of people who foolhardily think that they might get anywhere near the nomination because, let's face it, it's going to be either Trump or DeSantis. But what difference does it make? If they're stealing it again in 2024, so, you know, okay, fine, whatever. Thank you, Darren J. Beatty. Can't have Trumpism without Trump. Here's what the established is trying to do. Okay, fine. Great. Well, what about the elephant in the living room? What about stop the steal? I don't hear anybody talking about that. Now, my, my guest earlier on the show was talking about it. But all these people getting all worked up about Ron versus Don. And I'm just not going to. I'll make my decision. When the primary rolls around next spring in my state, I'll take a look who's on the list, and I'll decide who to vote for then. 
And of course, I'll vote for the Republican nominee in November next year. But what difference is it going to make if they can still steal it? That's what I'm talking about. Crazy, crazy stuff going on. It's so obvious. I mean, obviously, Donald Trump realized they stole the election. He said it over and over again. Okay, great. But, again, what's the plan to keep him from doing it again? And um, so I don't know. I don't know. So, unlike Nancy Pelosi's sham January 6th committee, there is a subcommittee on the government uh, being weaponized against their political opponents, and they actually allow the other party, the Democrats, on there. So there's this guy, uh, Congressman Dan Goldman, from New York's 10th District in the House of Representatives, berating Twitter files reporter Matt Taibbi for refusing to blindly accept each assertion of Robert Mueller's Russian interference indictments. And, of course, Matt notes that indictments are not gospel, and when he points that out, Mueller drops his case against the Russian troll farm. Representative Goldman cuts him off. Why am I not surprised? Here, it sounds something like this. Earlier, But is it your testimony here today that you disagree with the two indictments by special counsel Robert Mueller that definitively established that Russia interfered in our 2016 election through social media disinformation and a hack and leak operation? No, I don't disagree. Okay, Mr. Taibbi, do you disagree with those two indictments? Well, I don't. Indictments aren't a thing to disagree. Do you disagree? They're about 40 or 50 pages. Do you disagree with the evidence outlined in those indictments? Well, indictments are just charges. When, when, when I just the, asked you, do you disagree with the evidence included in those indictments, yes or no? I'm not on the jury of that case. I couldn't possibly say yes or no. Okay, because you said earlier, I believe, that you did not see Russia, you, you could not confirm that Russia interfered in our election in 2016, that you don't believe that. Is that your testimony here today? You don't believe that they did? I think it's possible that they, they may have on a small scale, but certainly not to what's been reported. What's been reported or what's been included in the indictments? Well, again, indictments are allegations. They're not proof. And, I understand. And, 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 it's pretty detailed allegations. In the so Mueller indictment, should, by the way. You should go read the indictment and then come back and tell us if you actually think there's no proof of it. Well, let me move on. Some, some of those, just, some let of me those move on, please. by the please, way. When please, they let me move on. That's how this works. You should know that by now. So do you disagree with the special counsel Mueller's conclusion in his report Mr. Taibbi, that the Trump campaign knew about Russia's interference, they welcomed it, and they used it for their benefit. You have no reason to disagree with that, don't you? You have no information. So after that foreign interference in our 2016 election, Twitter and other social media companies naturally wanted to work with the intelligence community to stop Vladimir Putin from interfering in our elections again. Mr. Taibbi, do you think it's a legitimate pursuit of the FBI to try to stop foreign interference in our elections? Again, sir, will I be allowed to answer this question? or, or It's a yes or no question. Do you think it's a legitimate pursuit of the FBI? It's not a yes or no answer. No, 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 no. I'm not asking how. I'm saying as an objective, do you think it's a legitimate objective of the FBI to stop foreign interference in our elections? I think it's a legitimate objective to stop actual foreign interference. Okay. Here's what I disagree with when it comes to Democrat politicians like U.S. Representative Dan Goldman. I disagree with the fact that he is in favor of murdering babies in the womb all nine months. 
I disagree with the fact that he is in favor of allowing men into girls' locker rooms and showers. I disagree that he's in favor of sending billions of dollars to one of the most corrupt regimes in the world, Ukraine. Uh, I disagree that he's in favor of trying to bankrupt this country. I disagree that he acts like Joe Biden doesn't have dementia and is actually in control of his faculties. It's just off the top of my head. You want more? Do I do I need to say more? I disagree with Representative uh, Dan Goldman, 10th District of the U.S. House in New York, because uh, I find him to be disagreeable. Capiche? Picking up one and putting down here. So, coming up, I want to share with you what my friend Jeff Clark, former Deputy Attorney General under Donald Trump, what he said on Bannon's War Room about the... uh, the way the EPA handled the train derailment disaster in East Palestine, Ohio, if you don't mind. That's what I would like to share with you. Coming up here in just a few moments. Now, as you may be aware, AT&T recently lost a lot of money on the stock market. Why? Might it have something to do with the fact that their satellite outfit... DirecTV recently dropped Newsmax like a hot potato. And people are sick and tired of putting up with it. Could that possibly have anything to do with AT&T losing billions on the stock market? To quote the great philosopher Bugs Money, maybe. So you want to do something about it? You about ready to kick AT&T cell phone service to the curb? I got the perfect alternative for you. Patreon Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. Now more than ever, it's important to band together and support companies that share our conservative values. Patreon Mobile donates a portion of every dollar earned to organizations that fight for causes you care about. Patreon Mobile has exceptional nationwide coverage. And use the same towers the main carriers use. As a matter of fact, you got a coverage guarantee. You're covered with Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile has plans fit any budget, along with great discounts for our veterans and first responder heroes, as well as multi line users. I'm saving a lot of money with Patriot Mobile. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're shifting your support from the leftist progressive agendas of Big Mobile to the Christian conservative causes of Patriot Mobile. When you become a Patriot Mobile member, your dollars are helping to fund our God-given right to freedom. A portion of every dollar they earn is given back to the causes that support organizations that fight for First Amendment religious freedoms, freedom of speech, Second Amendment right to bear arms, sanctity of life, and the needs of our veterans and first responders. Switching is easy. Just do what I did. 
Go to patreonmobile.com or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT and make sure you use promo code DOC, that's D-O-C, for free activation. The great Ronald Reagan once said, Inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Have you thought about the benefits of investing in precious metals? Here are five profound benefits. Number one, investing in precious metals is a hedge against inflation. Number two, it's a great way to diversify your portfolio. Number three, asset liquidity. Number four, precious metals tend to be a store of value. That means Precious metals are an asset, a commodity, or currency that maintain their value without depreciating over the long haul. And last but not least, number five, precious metals can be a hedge against geopolitical uncertainty and the struggling U.S. dollar. So we're honored to join forces with Beverly Hills Precious Metals and its owner, and its owner Andrew Sarcini. Andrew has been involved in gold and silver over 40 years. Andrew Sorcini and his team at Beverly Hills Precious Metals know the gold and silver business inside and out. After many years in the markets and collecting precious metals privately, Andrew opened Beverly Hills Precious Metals in 2010 to bring precious metals to the homes of everyday American citizens. We found out about Andrew Sorcini and Beverly Hills Precious Metals from General Mike Flynn, and we're glad we did. As a matter of fact, they have a Mike Flynn silver coin out that is selling like hotcakes. Be sure to ask about that. Andrew is a frequent guest on conservative podcasts. Beverly Hills Precious Metals is our gold buyer of choice. To learn more about Andrew and his team, go to bh-pm.com. The BH stands for Beverly Hills. The PM stands for Precious Metals, bh-pm.com. If you can't remember that, just Google Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Let them know Doc Washburn sent you. We're honored to be able to tell you about Beverly Hills Precious Metals in an effort to help you in your attempts to protect your family's finances, wealth, and investments. bh-pm.com or Google Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Tell them Doc Washburn sent you. Now, I've been talking about how the world is going crazy with supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, and sky-high gas prices, and woke corporations that stand against everything we believe in. We all know how the big box stores were allowed to stay open all during the pandemic, while so many little guys, small business owners, regular people, were forced to close for good. The wealthiest people on earth, became better off while mom-and-pop businesses suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? Well, we can make a difference by voting with our dollars. Why continue shopping at big box stores if you get the items you need from a family-owned company? Now, finally, we can shop Factory Direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Switch to America.com is helping Americans walk away from the big box conglomerates. That's why Switch to America was created, with regular folks like you and me in mind. One of the best ways to get around this crazy inflation is to shop with family-owned companies that put their customers first. 
rather than shareholders and corporate executives. A lot of Patriot influencers have come on board. I'm inviting you to join with fellow Patriots to cut off the cash flow of the big woke corporations that are trying to destroy our country. We're done with the woke globalist operation against humanity. Each of us can take market share away from these businesses that have enjoyed unfair advantages. We can choose to help each other by shopping family-owned, made in America. The website is switchtoamerica.com. Join with over 2 million monthly shoppers that have already made the switch. Let's start voting with our dollars to make sure our purchases are supporting companies that promote freedom. Now, an even more exciting addition is fresh American-raised beef. Raised in the mountains of Montana, near the Yellowstone, this beef is known as Never Ever. Never has the animal ever been exposed to antibiotics or hormones. This prime or high-choice beef is shipped directly to your door. Pricing and availability is exclusive only to our members and isn't shipped anywhere else in the world. SwitchToAmerica.com is dedicated to offering family-owned alternatives for items we buy on a regular basis. Just go to SwitchToAmerica.com. When it asks how you heard about us, click on my name, Doc Washburn, plug in your info, and I'll have one of my guys contact you. That's SwitchToAmerica.com. All right, I think it's about that time. Hit it, Brian. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. And it's brought to you by RedRiverAuto.com. Red River Auto, the big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice the way you want to online and have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental USA. So, our tweet of the day is from Grace Chong. She is Chief Financial Officer of War Room, which is Steve Bannon's operation. And she has a clip of our friend, former Deputy Eternal, uh, pardon me, former Deputy Attorney General Jeffrey Clark, now Director of Litigation for the Center for Renewing America, on with Bannon on War Room, talking about the horrendous mess with that train derailment catastrophe in East Palestine, Ohio. And who's to blame for the aftermath? There's no indication in Brewer's testimony that EPA officials uh, you know, were looking at this and saying, well, we agree to do the controlled burn. That's an abdication of their mandatory duty, Steve. Under the statute that I've been pointing to in the Clean Water Act, the exclusive authority to take control of all the federal, state, local activities here is all in EPA's hands. Yet it's very clear from what Brewer testified to that, uh, you know, the folks driving the train, you know, no pun intended, here were uh, folks from Norfolk Southern. They're hazmat people. They were just dictating how this was going to go down. This raises obvious follow-up questions. They have to be subpoenaed for any analysis they did to come to the conclusion that that was the best alternative. I'm not convinced. It was the best alternative. There's, and where was the EPA? Okay. Exactly. Where was the EPA? Jeffrey Clark, a good man. Got to have him on the show again sometime soon. That will be fantastic. Are right, you been listening to episode 359 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, The Views and Opinions? 
expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but they love us and we love them. If you have any questions for us, email us at contact at docwashburnshow.com. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a Terribly Messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansour's Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansour Sempier X, Senior Vice President, Engineering, IT, and Interoperability for the Doc Washburn Show. Man, that's the way it is. Friday, March 10th, 2023.